Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Nothing Left Unsaid. Welcome the freak back, okay? Because today you guys have questions for us and we've got answers and I don't know any of the questions yet. Annie has um, kind of reviewed them all, but we have both decided that no questions off limits. No answering questions. them answering them might be off limits or choosing like how we want to answer them might be off limits, but I want to hear these questions. Yeah, I think like for this being our first time of, of you know, asking Instagram followers like, hey guys, we're doing an episode, a Q&A, like ask any questions. I think sometimes people go one of two ways. They're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm going to ask a question or they're like, I'm not going to ask. Like what if they know that it's from me? But this app slash website that is um, integrated with Instagram that you can download, it's all anonymous. So we don't know who's asking the questions. We don't know what's going on. Uh, But yeah, we have, I would say over 10, like there's over 10 questions that we can answer today. So yeah, some of them are kind of, I don't want to say stupid, but some of them are kind of fucking stupid and some of them are kind of silly, but uh yeah, I'm there's so a couple. Ready. There's a couple that were catered towards me that were very curious about some personal stuff. So, I guess let's dive in. Nosy bitches. Nosy. I love it though. <laughs> this is what we wanted. We wanted you to be a nosy bitch. So yeah. we're gonna do this again. And also, too, you guys on our Instagram page, our highlight. I created a highlight where there's the question box is always gonna be there. So you guys can answer questions whenever, if it's three o'clock in the morning, or even if it's a week where we've already recorded, or maybe it's off season, just anytime you guys can go ahead and ask a question. This is something that we're going to be doing, I would say probably on a monthly basis or if, or as well as like our individual episodes that will come out in the future. Um, We will always answer these questions and we'll always let you know on Instagram what episodes will have these Q and A's in them. So I'm excited for this one. Let's get it popping. So our first question is somebody asking, are you religious? Do you want to answer first or do you want me to? I can go first. Um, So I grew up religious. I grew up Roman Catholic slash Byzantine Catholic. And I consider Byzantine like super fucking traditional. Everything is by the book, how it was written a trillion years ago. Um, I am, this is going to upset somebody. This is going to upset some people. I do not consider myself religious in modern day. I consider myself very spiritual. And I think that religion and spirituality are really actually the same fucking thing. It's just like everyone's definition is different. Um, but I, you know, I grew up going to church every Sunday and then I would go obviously on all the holidays and then I would go on all the holy days and I would go just all the fucking things. And it's like, that's not the life I want to live. So the way that I think about religion these days is more of spirituality. So I put my trust in the universe. I do the work on my end. I manifest, which I think is actually praying. It's just a different type. Um, Mm -hmm. so I am religious in a sense, but definitely more spiritual than anything. I would have to agree. You and I have very similar upbringings because I, too, went to a Catholic school. I grew up Roman Catholic. Um, I don't really consider myself religious either. Spiritual, yes. Like, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, I do sometimes, like, when COVID hit and you couldn't go, 
Like, I wouldn't go to a Roman Catholic Mass, like, mm-hmm. willingly. I would go to a Christian service where they kind of incorporate life through God, but not so, like, heavily on, like, the scriptures and all that stuff. It's kind of like, okay, this happened to you because God's looking out for you or kind of mm-hmm. ordeal. It's not so heavy in the religion, and I like that a little bit more. And, like, Adam and I have kind of moved towards that kind of religion but we're not like Mm -hmm. wake up read our bible pray kind of people yeah i this could actually be a whole episode because of the way that i feel about it i feel very strongly about it and it was because of the way that i was raised and there was nothing wrong with the way that i was raised it was just um i wouldn't have raised myself that way if i was my own you know I don't want to speak for you, but did you kind of feel like it was forced down your throat? A hundred percent. That's exactly how I feel. So now, like, when I hear people say, like, oh, Jesus talked to me today, I'm kind of like... I I actually... If this upsets anyone, I'm sorry, but I I don't mean it offensively. When people talk like that, I get very cringy secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, me too. Because I can't fucking relate in any way, shape, or form. Right. It has nothing to do with... Totally awesome and amazing. Yeah, yeah, totally awesome and amazing that you are so strong in your faith. Like I think that's I really think that's incredible. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's just not for me. I so. I'm sitting in the same boat with you. Yeah. Like I said, that could be a whole fucking episode. Yeah, we should do. Yeah. 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 Anywho. Anyways. Sorry if we uh, <laughs> no, we like, are entitled first, to our own opinion. First question, already off on a tangent, but yes, we are entitled to our own opinions. That's why you guys ask these questions, right? You want to fucking know the actual answers? Right. So, all right, guys. So for our second question, we have, what is a challenge you face as a mom? Ooh. Mariah, you can go first. I feel like every day is a challenge. It's... I would like to say, like, oh, this one thing. Like, I'm not going to give you guys a clear answer on this because I don't have one, but every day is its own challenge, whether it's a good challenge, a hard challenge, whatever it may be. Every day is a new day, new challenge. My kid is growing every single day. They're a new person every single day. So trying to overcome those obstacles and try to figure out what is wrong because he can't talk right now. So trying to figure out what the issue is. Yeah, it's so hard. And it's frustrating because they resort to what people would call temper tantrums, but it's just because they're frustrated because they can't mm-hmm. tell you. That is their way of communicating. Yeah, that's their way of communicating, and it's like I got to sit here and try to figure out what is going on, and I don't know. I For me, every day is its own challenge. Yeah, that's a good answer. I would agree wholeheartedly with that. If I was going to get a little bit more specific, I would say that one of the biggest challenges as a mom is just the constant worrying. And people tell you when you're pregnant, you're never going to sleep again. You're never going to this and that. Yeah, it's true. You do, you know, you're more tired than you were before you had a child. But as far as worrying goes, it's like minimal things too. Like I worry about my kid falling or I worry about him getting sick and then you know these intrusive thoughts will come in and then you kind of just go into a spiral so the worrying the anxiety that I have uh, developed as a mother was something I never had before and you you grow each day and you're able to get better with coping with it but 
it's true. That's always going to be there as a parent. I mean, some people get anxiety worse than others, but it's just the constant worrying. You just want to make sure your kid's safe. You want to make sure your child's okay. They're healthy. They're happy. And typically they are, but just as a parent, you now have that literal extension of you living outside of your body and you have to make sure that it's taken care of. So it's definitely an anxiety provoking situation. So if you don't, if you don't want anxiety, I wouldn't have a kid. <laughs> Literally. I wouldn't have a kid. But it does have its perks too, obviously. So yeah, that would be my answer is just the overwhelming feeling of anxiety that you get sometimes. Yeah, that's a very good uh, answer and very relatable. I'm just making a note for us and other listeners if you want it because I feel like it's not talked about enough. Intrusive thoughts as a parent. Yeah, that's definitely it, It's fucked up. I don't really hear about it actually from fathers. They definitely have them. I know that they do, but I think just as a woman and going through postpartum and all mm-hmm. of those things and also just having other mom friends that have gone through it too, that's definitely a topic that's taboo, considered taboo, and people don't like to talk about it because they feel like they're crazy when it's actually very common. Or someone will call CPS on them or literally whatever because I know for me they get fucked up. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's another topic for another day. Completely. All right. This is a silly one. It says, do you think the earth is flat? No, it's not flat. <laughs> if you think that, fuck, don't follow us, okay? Mariah, what do you think? No. <laughs> you, you, you hesitated. You think it's fucking flat? No, I don't think it's flat. I know that it's round. It's just I want to know where people – Oh, give the assumption that it's flat. Yeah, because I I love to hear other sides of things. So I'm like, explain to me how it's flat. That's actually a great way of looking at it. I also would like to know why somebody would think it's flat. You know that somebody recently, some some older guy spent, I don't even know how much money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars for a machine to calculate something to prove that the earth is flat, but it's not flat. So he spent all this money for nothing. I'm like, it must be really nice to just have 700 G's to throw around. That's You fucking moron. That's called stupid money. You have too much of it. Yeah. Seriously. Anyways, no, the earth is not fucking flat. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. All right. Next one is for me, actually. It says, how did you get over your divorce? Oh, we're Toothy. going there. Yeah, we're, we're going there. there. All right, so I could go on about this for actually years of me talking. You don't want that right now. That could be its own episode, my own solo episode. Um, so I am I am I over my divorce? Yes. Am I over my ex? Very much so. How did I manage to get through it? Um, I think well, therapy huge, huge. I was in therapy before I was I was divorced. Um. But I think one of the main things is just realizing that the life I lived while married was very much not accurate. Like it wasn't real. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't genuine. Were there real fun? Were there fun moments? I think people fail to realize that my marriage, like we did have good moments together. That's why we were together. But when it was bad, it was very, 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 very bad. And 
when I first separated myself from the situation, it was very difficult for me to come to terms with, oh my God, I'm going to be divorced. I'm going to be talking about my ex-husband. I am going to be a single mother. Like those things were very, very emotional for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but the divorce aspect, it just comes with time. And obviously I'm in a very overwhelmingly healthy relationship and I see from my life with my current partner that this is what a relationship, this is what a marriage actually should be like. So to see what's going on now in my current life versus what was going on back then, my, my marriage was not real. It, I thought it was real. And then when I finally came to terms after the fact that it wasn't, that's when I was able to kind of start healing and be like, okay, this person was this way and not actually the way that you thought they were. So that's what happens a lot of times to um, people get this picture of this person in their mind and who they're supposed to be rather than who they actually are. Yeah. And that was a thing for me. That was a hard pill for me to swallow because I was always like, no, they have the potential. They this and that, blah, blah, blah. But realistically, that's just not who they were. And I was holding on to things. And when I finally was able to let go and do things that made me happy, I was able to finally like come back to myself. And I think too, when I started to have a spiritual awakening and I was very much involved in therapy, very much involved in trying to create a better life for myself and Luca, that I was like, wow, this is actually a lot fucking easier when you just kind of let go and let yourself just like move on. It sounds so much easier said than done, but when you finally just realize like, okay, this is a fuck situation, didn't expect it to be this way, but it is what it is. I have, I can either, literally, I can either sit here cry every day, be bitched about it, be pissy about it, like take my anger out on people or I could show up for myself and ultimately showing up for myself makes me show up better for Luca and then live my life and do other things and have fun and be with my friends and experience all these other things. So that's a hard question because getting over, it's not a simple answer. It takes time, but it also involves you accepting those feelings of the shit you're going through like accept it and feel them and then you have to move on yeah that's the biggest piece being your friend through all of this and seeing it from the outside looking in I'm really glad that you mentioned that you are now in a healthy relationship because I I think for a while and we would talk about it mm-hmm. I don't think it was like the actual like marriage to your ex-husband it was the the concept of marriage that you had trouble getting over yes for a while because I know you held on to that you're like I'm how old am I I'm already like married divorced a single mom like can I tell you guys can I tell you guys something though it's really just funny how life works out because I know people that are getting divorced and I know people that are having issues in their marriages or they already have and certain things and it is one of those things where I am actually so grateful that I went through it when I did because it really it really shifted my perspective on a lot of things and kind of like put me in the it it totally put me in the predicament that I'm in right now if I didn't go through a divorce I would not be doing anything that I'm doing right now 
I would not have the job I'm, I'm working. I would not have the opportunity to travel for other jobs that I'm working. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. So, yeah, it is not a simplistic answer. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I fucking fucked a bunch of dudes and I felt – like, it's not like that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It, it was the concept of marriage. I felt morally wrong for getting a divorce mm-hmm. when I realized that it wasn't completely my fault. Then I was able to heal and get over it. And also people around me helped me too. Yeah. I feel like it was definitely a more recent thing, even though your divorce happened and like you guys have been separated for years. Mm-hmm. It was more or less just you putting aside your own thoughts and beliefs and just the good that you have in your heart. You had to put all of that aside to say like, this is what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Screw what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I just have to accept it and move on. Yeah. So I think that's that was a huge piece for you Mm -hmm. in like getting over your. Yeah. And when you come from, when you come from a family where mostly everyone is still married 25 plus years and your siblings are married and they're in very healthy relationships like you just compare yourself and Mm -hmm. that was more detrimental to my mental health than anything because I was comparing oh like but they were never in the same scenario that I was and if they were they would have ended up divorced too you know so yeah yeah everything happens for a reason and I am at a point now where I can say I'm so happy that I can say that I'm divorced because I think that it it creates relatability within people and I think people also trust me for it too because I've been through some shit with that whole situation and I'm yeah. I'm willing to discuss now that it's been a few years so All right, next question, what is your current favorite food? I'll tell you mine. Go ahead, because I got to think about that for a minute. <laughs> Sweet potato fries from Costco. Oh. And I make an aioli sauce to dip them in. Oh, oh. It's so good. But have you ever made like a brown sugar butter? For what? To put your sweet, pota- your sweet potatoes. Bet you just unlocked a whole can of worms. Uh-uh. Wait, what? <laughs> sweet potato fries are my friggin' shit. Are, I need to yes. make homemade ones. They're so good. You got to stick them in your air fryer. I do. I do. So crispy and then just so gooey on the inside. You got to get the aioli. Yes, it's on point, but you got to make a brown sugar syrup cinnamon. Alex should know. He should. Alex, what the fuck? If you're listening to this, what the fuck? (laughs) All right. I'm going to get on that for real. Yeah, you should. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. I don't have a favorite food right now. I just, I am in my depresso era, Mm -hmm. so I'm not really eating, which is very I get the same way. healthy I get the same um but I I have been even eating a lot of avocado on a hash brown with everything but the bagel seasoning and a couple of oh that sounds flakes. so fun you said just the avocado avocado yeah on a on a little hash brown patty oh everything everything but the bagel seasoning it's the best and a little bit of um crushed red pepper that is amazing just to give it that kick Oh. Don't sleep on hash brown patties. Hash brown patties are my shit. They are so good. I, Trader Joe's has the best ones. You can buy a little pack of them, $2.99. Oh, so good. If you're on a budget, Walmart has really good ones too. 
Oh, I feel like hash brown patties are hash brown patties. Doesn't yeah, I agree. They're so good. So good. Now I'm hungry. I know me too. Fuck. <laughs> All right. What is the worst date you have ever been on? See, I can't relate to these kind of questions because I've been in such a long term relationship for my whole life. <laughs> I know. Literally. I never got to do the fun little dating scene. Yeah, I don't I can't partake in this question either. Uh my best date was with my current boyfriend and we simply just hit it off and we're talking until the bar quite literally closed on us. Um but yeah, I don't have any crazy dating stories. It's like one thing that I I wish I could just like pull a bunch out of the archive, but I I got nothing. I have friends that have, but I'm not yeah. going to speak on that. Same. They've had some wild shit. I just live vicariously through them. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that is why we have a podcast, bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. Because we are two halves of one brain. Oh, my God. It's so funny. But, yes, we're just like, we're just like, hi, we're here. We're moms. We don't have any bad dating history, but – um. Our friends do. We love to hear yours. Oh, I love hearing my friends dating. We should thing. we should just have people send in their worst dating. Ooh, that's a good one. That's That'd another so Q&A fun. thing we could do. Yeah, like write in your worst yeah. stories. Love it. All right. All right. So the next one. Oh, so nice. Somebody said, I love you. Oh, so kind. thank you. Okay. This next question says, do you get upset or angry when you find out a person is fake when you trusted them? <laughs> a fucking course I do. I'm sorry. I can't help but laugh. A fucking course I do. Okay, hold on. Let me read it again. It's like one of those things when you're like okay. when you're like taking a test and the question's too long and you have to repeat it and you have to read it four yeah. times. Yes. Do you get upset or angry when you find out a person is fake when you trusted them? Okay, so a person I've trusted has been fake. That's the, that's to shorten the sentence. Yes, it depends. I need to know what they're being fake about. Like, are you being fake about liking a certain food when it's like you said you didn't? Like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. I'll, fuck, I'll get the fuck <laughs> right. over it. Are you befriending somebody who you know has royally fucked me over or disrespected my family or something? Like, yeah, I'm – I'm very good now at a point where I can really set boundaries with people. And it's like, if you want to behave that way, that's fine. You're just not going to do it again to me. I wouldn't say that I get upset because of how many times I've been fucked over. Right. That now, like you said, I'm at a point now where I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You want to act a foolio? By all means, but do not include me in that. But before... Yeah, before. Before, I feel like I would get pretty – I would get pissed off, not upset. I'd get pissed off, and then I'd also be like, you know what? If somebody, like, switched up on me, I almost felt like I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Like, Mm -hmm. I get hunches about people, and it's like, you're not – I'm not all the way 100% with you. Mm And then it's until they do something shady and then you're like, yep, Mm -hmm. I knew it. Exactly. I think my superpower is that I don't (laughs) react based on emotion. Yeah, I do. I'm an Aries. That's what you do. do, Which is actually interesting because I'm a Gemini and I feel like because we're 
quote-unquote two-faced. It could go either way. But the whole, I could go into the whole Gemini thing another time because I have a whole analogy, philosophy about Geminis and why people call us two-faced. And people think that it's because we talk behind each other's backs. That's not what two-faced means, people. I think that Geminis are either one of two things. They're either fucking dramatic and obnoxious and they talk that talk and don't walk that walk. Or they are someone, I don't want to say like me, but they're someone like me where they're two-faced because they always see things from both perspectives. Okay, yeah. There's literally two different kinds of Geminis. You either like them or you don't. Yeah, some of the best and worst people in my life are fucking Geminis. (laughs) My son's a Gemini. Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. Yes, yeah. Um. I can't say any more on that. Yeah, you can. But yeah, we should make that an episode. Totally. Totally should. Next question. Silliest question of them all. Are you straight? Oh, goodbye. Next question. Next caller. Although, although. I wish I wasn't, but we could make this another episode. Every question that we're answering could be made into its own episode. You guys are giving us ideas. Yeah, no. Annie and I, we like wieners. That's just what it is. But... Annie has this philosophy. I think that everybody. I think everybody is bisexual. I don't care what you say. You're not. You cannot tell me that as a woman you don't find other women attractive. You cannot tell me that as a man you don't think other men are handsome. You can't. You just can't deny it. Like I know so many guys that will say like, yeah, he's a good looking dude. Like, yeah, he's attractive. Doesn't mean that they 100% are into guy. I could fucking go on about this for days. I'll leave it right there. I'll leave it right there. Next question says, how many likes does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? You know, as a kid, I always tried that. Did you? I, I would. You probably. I would sit there in the car and actually lick, and then I would lose count around like 70-something and then be like, screw it. Honestly, I actually wonder what the answer to that question is. It's going to vary for everyone. It depends on how much saliva comes off of your tongue. Like how aggressively are you licking it? Are you... <laughs> Yeah, like, like at how what point do you just bite into it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, do you go all the way? Do you stop halfway? Like, are, do you finish it? <laughs> like, what is? <laughs> all right. Oh, this is another one for me. Wait, why do I feel like that question was sent in by Alex? It because it that fucking. Was, like, it, like... I'm pretty sure it fucking was. No way. I actually do think it was. I'll have to double check with Alex. Them. Goodbye. Alex. Goodbye. You're not allowed to listen Get to our podcast, podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one is for me. It says, Annie, other than Luca, what gave you the strength to leave your ex? Did you have to dig deep or was it something you just knew needed to happen? Okay. That's a complex question. I'm going to keep it brief since I answered that other one. But other than Luca, he is, of course, my number one motivator for like quite literally he was the motivation for me um to leave my ex uh leaving was not an easy task that I had to do um I could go into a lot of details about that but some I will just keep to myself because I just think for the sake of my own experience like I don't need to share the whole thing with the public um Mm -hmm. but did I have to dig deep I didn't have to dig that deep because once I saw Luca and the environment that we were in, like I couldn't, I could not let him go through those certain things. So I had the courage because I was a mom now. If I wasn't a mother, then I, I 
wouldn't have had that much courage. I probably would have ended like in a very bad situation. But because I was looking at my son and I was like, him and I were attached. Like Luca was breastfeeding. He was always with me. So to see him go through certain things, uh, I just couldn't let it happen. And um, did I know let me see this again. Did you have to dig deep or was it something you knew needed to happen? I knew it needed to happen long before I did it. It's just that once my son was born, that was the motivation I needed to get through it. So I don't have a great answer for that because genuinely like Luca was the motivation that I needed. Um, yeah. Just a, a child in an unhealthy environment is not good. And I don't like if anyone's listening to this and they need a sign to like get out of an unhealthy environment, this is it because life is way fucking better on the other side. So yeah, that's my that's my brief explanation and, and answer to that one. Um, what did you dream about last night? I had a wild dream. Oh, but I can't remember it. I didn't I don't remember my dream from last night, but I remember my dream from the night before. And not the whole thing. So briefly I remember that I was driving my vehicle down a street. But it wasn't a paved street. It was grass, but it was on a neighborhood. It was in a neighborhood, but there was no road. It was grass. And there were trees down, and my car kept stalling, and uh, I couldn't get through. But I ended, up, I ended up getting through eventually. So I wake up that morning in a fucking haze, a fucking fog. I was so sleeping. I was sleeping so hard <laughs> that I had creases on my back. I had creases on my face. One of those sleeps. One of those sleeps. So I get up. I have to go to work. On my way to work, I mean two seconds after I left the house, I turned left onto a street and what was there in the road? There was trees in the road. (laughs) Just like my dream. And I don't know what the universe was trying to fucking tell me with that one, but all I got to say is I thought I was still asleep at the wheel. So that was my most recent dream that I can remember. Have you ever, I mean, I know that you have, but my favorite kind of dreams are when they feel so real, Mm -hmm. so real. And you're like, this is my life. And you're actually like pretty happy with how the dream's going. And then you wake up and you're like, fuck, I need to go back to sleep. And then you can never, you never jump in. Yeah. Jump back in where you left off. Those are the the best and the worst. All right, you guys, we have two more questions. This one says, what is the last thing that you ate? I ate Trader Joe's um, uh, Hatch Chili Mac and Cheese. That sounds so good. It's really good. That sounds really fucking gas. Phenomenal. I had breakfast. Alex made me breakfast, and it was just, you know, a simple little two eggs over easy with some sautéed onions and toasted baguette with some olive oil and balsamic vinaigrette okay like you said that was simple and you just kept adding things to your simple breakfast and I was like bitch I know but like it was a basic breakfast it was a basic brekkie but but it was Alex style it was when Alex makes anything he like elevates it a little bit so yeah so does that so so does Adam yeah these men all right you guys last question says how do you work parent and make time for your partners That's a good one. I'll go first. Just because our situations are different. Like, yes, we are both moms. We both have boys. We both are together with someone. But like my situation is a little bit 
different because I was a sing. I am still a single mother. I consider myself a single mom till the day I ever get remarried. But I was a single mom before I met my boyfriend, and I already had a system in place as far as parenting goes, and he kind of was just integrated into that. So it wasn't very much of him and I being together and then having a kid, like obviously you and Adam are married, and then you had a kid together. So you guys had your life together, and then Remy was brought into the picture where Alex has never known me without Luca. So uh, it's always just been that way. But as far as parenting goes, parenting's fucking hard and it helps when you have people around you to help you, which is not always easy. I have lost a lot of friends after I became a mom because I put up boundaries and I can't do certain things because I got to be with my kid and there's nothing wrong with that. But I've had to say no and decline a lot of offers because I just can't do it. I don't have time. And I'm in a different part of my life where I don't prioritize like drinking and traveling and certain scenarios. Like my kid is my priority and if he can't come with or be a part of it, then I really want nothing to do with it. So, um, but as far as partners, uh, Luca does, you know, hang out with his grandparents They're They watch him all the time. My mom and dad are really great with that. But, um, Aside from that, Luca, he's in school. So when he goes to school, I do have free time if I'm not working. You know, Alex and I will spend some time together. Maybe we'll grab breakfast while he's in school or do certain things. Um, We don't live together. So we do have to actually like genuinely make time for each other. Otherwise, it won't happen. But he's actually like over all the time and we're always together. So um I don't know, like also when you have a kid, like even though Luca is not his biological son, he is such a great father figure to Luca that like when we're together, even if we're not doing anything, it still feels like, this is so fucking cheesy, but it still feels like home. It still feels calm Mm -hmm. and comforting. Um, But yeah, we also do have date nights. Like we definitely have to prioritize date nights. There's sometimes where we'll go literal weeks or even months without like doing something for each other because of our schedules or because of Luca and we have to you know put parenting first and all of this but we have to actually prioritize like hey this Thursday we are going to do blah 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 at this time and there's some days where he initiates that conversation and I'm like oh I can't like I I have to like I told I I need to be home with Luca I have to do this and that or like we're going to go to the park or something and it's like you just have to prioritize. And it would be the same thing if we were married. Any healthy relationship, any healthy marriage, I think really focuses on prioritizing the relationship between the parents because in the end, it projects onto the child. And if the child is in a healthy environment with loving and caring people, then they develop those attributes as well. See, my perspective is just a little bit different because obviously Adam and I live together and we don't, we like having our, like when we spend time together, we like to include Remy because mm-hmm. Adam's never home during the day. He literally leaves at 4.30 in the morning. He doesn't get home till five and he gets to see Remy for about an hour and a half yeah. before Remy has to get ready for bed and go to sleep. So on the weekends, we just love to spend time together as a family and like 
that's that's our date nights. That's our date days. We just love doing things as a family, well, and that, and that is fulfilling yeah. enough for us. Well, and us too. Like, like, yeah, we set aside time because, like, we have to. You know, Luca will go do some visitations with his father, but um, we do still get some free time. But even when some, it's just like a parent, like a mom thing. Even when we're out without Luca, we like are always talking about him. We're always like showing each other yeah. pictures and stuff. So I would say the same thing. We also love to include Luca. Why wouldn't you want to include your kid? Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you're not with them, you're just thinking about them mm-hmm. and like missing them. It is healthy that's though. That's nice. It is healthy though to not involve your kid. Yeah. Just absolutely. to have that one-on-one time. But that's what we choose to do. Like, yeah. I'm home all day for the most part with Remy unless I have to go to work for a couple hours. But Adam never gets to see him or me. So we fill all of our buckets by, like, doing things as a family. Right. And that's just how we balance that. And that's how we fulfill everything. Like, the weekends are very much sacred. Like, that's our time together. During the week, like, we're just like, oh, whatever. You, you kind of are just an autopilot. But the weekends is where we try to balance that yeah. work life relationship, family time. There's definitely nothing wrong with that either, whether you include your kid or not. I believe that parents should always get time alone together, even if it's on occasion. Just because like when you have a kid, you're not alone ever again. You know? Yeah. But also too, even if it's little moments where like you put your child down to bed and you guys watch a show. And or you just go to bed and you kind of lay there and talk like Alex and I do that all the time. We don't have. I date, was gonna say. Yeah, we don't have date nights as often as I would like to, but it almost it, it does give me the same feeling for us to just like ah, have those 15, 20 minutes at the end of the day where we catch up, or like even throughout the day, like we'll call each other and we'll give updates or we'll talk about shit or just those kind of things too. Because I think that those are also forms of intimacy where you don't have to be like dressed up out on a date night. You could just be like laying in bed, just like, ah, finally after a long day, like my person, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Once Remy's sleeping, we have like an hour to an hour and a half and we will put our show on. Mm -hmm. We will eat some cereal in bed and just like chit chat or like, you know, just shoot the shit. Like that's our sacred time every night. Good thing that you pointed that out because I'm so on autopilot and it's so routine that I don't even think about that, but that is our time to like connect. Yeah. And it's also like little tiny things too, where you can like just cook at home or make a dessert together. Like something simple. It doesn't always have to involve money where you're going out and doing something. But at the end of the day, I definitely think that making sure you make time for your partner, whether everybody's different, but whether it's on a daily basis, every other day, once a week, like just doing something for each other to make sure that you keep that connection because that will make, your relationship as a family unit easier but i i think the question what, what was the question <laughs> what did the question going off a tangent per usual said so what how what do you how do you balance being mom oh yeah and working how do you work parent and make time for your partners yeah you have to pri- i mean at the end of the the end like the moral of this question is you have to prioritize it yeah you have to prioritize what exactly you want what exactly you want to do just you have if to it's do important it. Important to you, you'll make it work. Yeah, exactly. 
Is that all the questions that we have? Yeah, it is. Some got a little juicy. Yeah, that was a good. I'm, I'm going to need more from you guys, though. Yeah, we're going to need more. But that was a good starter Q&A, I think. It was a good mixture of personal and then just like silly, stupid. Now we have episode ideas going forward thanks to your lovely questions. Yeah, that was fun, you guys. Thanks for playing. Uh, just in case you guys don't know or maybe you forgot or maybe you just need a reminder, on our Instagram page there is a highlight that says ask anonymously here. You guys can go ahead and ask any question. No topic is off limits. We will sift through that on a weekly basis or whenever we're going to record and we will always let you guys know ahead of time what episodes will have those Q&As in them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, okay, brother. Not a boom. <laughs> Wait, I always say, <laughs> yeah, brother. Like, oh my gosh. The, like Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, so yeah. To just say, hell yeah, brother. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. So funny. Alex <laughs> and his friends say that, and I've picked it up, and I'm always like, hell yeah, brother. I, we always say brother. It's so funny. It is It is so funny when a like little girl <laughs> – we're not little girls. We're women. But like, yeah. when somebody like us – is like, yeah, brother. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's just the, the juxtaposition of like a little female human mixed with like masculine words is Vibes, hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny so to funny. me. All right, brother. We'll see you on the next one. We'll see you on the next <laughs> one, brother. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>